Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. Tested and approved Doomsday Bunker. Here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey, buddy. Yo. So, if you looked on Google or any mainstream news, Joe Biden's the next president. Allegedly. However, I am seeing a different story. Uh, everything I'm seeing says, uh, there's a whole bunch of fucking fraud, and Trump's mm-hmm. gonna take all this shit to court, and that's the end of it. And Trump's gonna be fucking president. So, um, last couple of weeks we've been covering yeah. all the fraud and stuff like that. Obviously, every single day there's new shit. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, there's no way we can fucking do a daily podcast. It's just not feasible. It's not logical. Right. And, and I, I would have less hair. Than I already do. Yeah. If we did one every day, because I'd pull my hair out every. I'd probably have a heart attack. So, we're gonna try and uh, just hammer some of the high points. I mean, there's no way we can cover it all because there's so much stuff has come up. Mm -hmm. So there's just certain things that I've like either sent to you, uh, put in like a fucking little basket over here. Like, wait, we'll talk about this. Right. Um, maybe the first thing we should do actually is. Get these fucking pictures you've been asking about for yeah. three weeks out of the way. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so I have these pictures of naked guy. Yeah. And uh, it's actually Hunter Biden. It's from his fucking laptop. You guys know about the laptop, right? So, now it's blurred, but he's here's Hunter. He's uh, got a, a cute little red scarf around his neck. He's naked. He's got nice little Adidas shoes on, it looks like, and a jock strap. Now, yeah. the jock area is uh, blurred out. Thank so God. we got the front and the back. Um, and He's got this interesting tattoo on his back. Yeah, you can see that. stupid. It's like cum dripping down his back. <laughs> Remember, what does it really look like? It kind of looks like a claw, like if a giant fucking monster like, clawed his back, maybe. Or cum dripping down his back. Whatever. Black cum, by the way. Okay. So before we get to the tattoo, mm-hmm. the red scarf, any significance there, Dave? Nah, not to my knowledge. Really? I don't know. 
I'm sure there's something that I'm not thinking of. I'm you, you don't pay attention. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, we're gonna first we're gonna look into this. Uh, we're gonna go to DuckDuckGo though because they're better than Google. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what to exactly type in here. Let's see if this gives us. Oh yeah, here we go. Once this page loads, hopefully it's exactly what we want. The doorknob sacrifices a black sun ritual. Twelve celebrity suicides in air quotes related to pedophilia cover up. Oh, interesting. Uh, right, uh, black sun ritual. So it would seem that June 2018 culminated a lengthy ritual involving the sacrifice of 12 well-known celebrities and members of royal families. Whereas this will only be news to normies, there has definitely been a lack of coverage on the occultic aspects of these deaths. It would seem that these that the normies slash sheeple of the world have not batted an eye at the fact that 12 wealthy celebrities have all died in the same manner in the past few years under very similar and bizarre circumstances. Perhaps this is because the mainstream media refuses to report on their connections to elite pedophilia rings, which tie directly to powerful people in Washington, Hollywood, and the mainstream media. He won the last presidential ticket, in fact. Okay. All right. So 12 independent and highly successful people with careers and influence hang themselves on doorknobs. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, my first question is, not me, this is what it's saying here, yeah. uh, how the hell does one hang themselves from a doorknob? Followed by, how common is this? Do people hang themselves from doorknobs regularly? And I'm just now finding out about it. Uh, is there a doorknob suicide club the rest of us aren't aware of? Well, the answer to that question is yes. One need only substitute the word suicide with murder or simply use the word suicide in the past tense while maintaining its usage as a verb. So, uh, Hillary Clinton had Vince Foster suicided or Hillary Clinton opted to have Seth Rich die in a botched robbery as it opposed to having him suicided. You get the point. I would like the reader to know how excruciatingly hard it was not to list the other dozens of people who have committed suicide surrounding the Clinton administration dating back to the Arkansas days. But what does this have to do with doorknob suicides, you may ask? Everything. Pizzagate John Podesta, James Elephantis, Henry Wine... Henry. (laughs) It says Henry. It does say Henry. I don't think that's the right name. I think it means Harvey. Yeah. Uh, Boys Town, Israeli... Brownstoning, uh, Jerry Sandusky, Jeffrey Epstein, Hunter S. Thompson, Catholic Church, Hillary Clinton. None of these murders slash sex rings are mutually exclusive. What's scarier is they occupy seats of incredible power and operate within the normalized institutions of Hollywood and Washington while being insulated by media and pop culture. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Okay, all this shit. Get to the fucking point. So... Without going through all these people, unless you think that's a fucking... Actually, it might be. Uh, Michael Hutchins. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah. All right. David Carradine. Don't know him. You don't? Mm-mm. What? He's been on a ton of shit, man. Anyways, because it doesn't matter. Um, Alexander McQueen. I know the name and the face. Aaron Swartz. Don't know him. 
Elrin Scott or Lauren Scott or something like that. Okay. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Cornell. Yep. Chester Bennington. Yep. Avicii. Yep. Kate Spade. Why do I know her? Who is that? Uh, fashion designer. Oh, she Kate looks, Spade. She looks familiar. Um, that lady, <laughs> Queen mm. Maxima's sister, Ines Zorgueta, something like that. Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to get to the point where they tie in the fucking. Anyways. All these people hung themselves on fucking doorknobs with Dave. Can you guess? A red scarf. A red scarf. Okay. So basically, to cut through all the bullshit, is there, like this page was saying, they're murders. They weren't suicides. They're murders. They murdered these people. Um, like, okay, so Cornell and Bennington mm-hmm. were making a documentary or something on uh, child trafficking and yep. all this, right? Right. And... They legit ties to him and... Yeah, so Benesta. then Cornell supposedly kills himself, and Bennington couldn't handle it because it was his best friend, so then he kills himself. And then Avicii was also in on that whole thing with Bennington and Cornell. Mm-hmm. Then he kills himself, and then Bourdain was fucking... Um, I mean, we could, like I said, we could have read all this, but this this alone is an episode in and of itself. But this is why we're kind of just, you know, glazing over it. But they all hung themselves with a red scarf. So basically what they're saying is these people were murdered, and the red scarf is a uh, calling card. Like a, like a warning sign, for, too. For yeah. lack of a better term. But it's a calling card of, in a warning of, hey, you know. Yeah, and same thing Who with Kate that? Spade. That's Kate Spade in Behind the Mask. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it was... You can't do that because it's not a visual podcast. No, I know. So we have to explain it. And, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're stuck on fucking... Anyways, so... Hunter Biden's wearing this red scarf, which is interesting when you know all about the laptop mm-hmm. and all the shit that... Whatever. I don't know how much you know specifically about the laptop other than the little bit that we've talked about. Uh, but there's a whole lot of shit and messages with, you know... China and all the deals, right, the money, right. and then the fucking niece that's 14 that he was diddling, f- diddling or mm-hmm. whatever. I've even heard that he had a full-blown relationship with that girl while Banging having a relationship with the mom. Jesus. Which was his dead brother's wife. I mean, like, we're talking about a real piece of shit here. Anyways, so there's a close-up of the tattoo, Dave. Mm-hmm. Right after he got it, you can see the... Yeah, the, the little uh, new skin is still on it. Yeah, all right. So um, that doesn't have to do with it. So let's see. All right, this here it says Hunter Biden's back tattoo is Finger Lakes in upstate New York. Okay. okay. So if we go back to that picture, so there's the tattoo, and right beneath it is if you go to Google Maps, mm-hmm. type in Finger Lakes, New York. All right. You're going you're gonna to get that pulled up, and you're going to see these lakes. And they kind of look like, I guess, fingers or whatever. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's pretty fucking identical. Identical. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, they're all there. 
Every single one. Each marking is there. The only one that's not there is this one way over here. But that 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and they're all there. Right? Yep. He's got the Finger Lakes New York tattooed on his back. Finger Lakes is a popular vacation spot for the elite. Many underground passages all throughout Finger Lakes. The region is known to be a hot spot for both missing persons, reports, and child sex trafficking. Interesting. All right. We don't even need to fucking... I mean, I guess we could just read this. This is So that's just uh, basically... The question with that is, why would you have Finger Lakes, New York, mm-hmm. tattooed on your back, then with the laptop, all that shit with the laptop, where you're fucking hookers, you're fucking your... And, and all these videos and pictures and... Tons of child porn. I mean, he, he is. Right. There's tons of the, like, and then all these messages with his dad and and the fucking all these deals and all this shit. Just it's it's literally like Trump called it the laptop from hell. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know it's already we already suspect Joe to be a pedophile with all the sniffing right. and touching right. and all this other shit. They're all seem to they have the the Bidens have that uh, island out there a couple miles from Epstein's fucking. Mm-hmm island there i mean and and you're you're getting this tattoo of this place where missing persons it's a hot spot for missing persons child sex, sex trafficking you've got all this fucking pedo shit on your laptop like wh- what are you doing dude you know what i mean right, like right. like that would be like me going and getting a fucking pizza tattooed on my arm with the a boy love fucking symbol inside the pizza mm-hmm. and then you being like what the fuck and me being like well, i just like pizza bro like right. no i'm basically saying hey i'm a pedophile or something right, like right. like what are you doing who who would you ever get the fucking rockford symbol tattooed on your back no you know even if you were proud of the city you wouldn't get that tattoo why are you getting a finger likes fucking new york tattooed on your right. back Right. Anyways, that's the only tattoo he has, from what it looks like. So the mainstream news doesn't talk about the laptop, and the little bit that they did, it's not real. That's been debunked. Yeah. Joe yeah. says in the fucking debates, Joe says that's been debunked. It's not real. Well, here's a quote from Jill Biden, Joe's wife. This election is about the American people. The American people don't want to hear these smears against my family. The American people are struggling right now. Whatever is on Hunter's laptop is not important. These are old stories that have nothing to do with the healing of this country. Well, she's confirming it's Hunter's laptop. Yeah, she is. So not only do we have her confirming it, but we also have, um, was it Joe's? No, it was Hunter's attorney requested the laptop or the hard drives back. Well, if it's not yours, right? why are you requesting it back? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That'd be like you fucking, uh, you know, bringing your laptop over here, dropping it off. Then you never come back and get it. I'm like, well, before I erase it, I might as well see what's on here. I find yeah. all kinds of fucked up shit. I put it out there. Then your attorney contacts me and says, uh, yeah, we, we need Dave's laptop back. 
but yet you're also going public saying that's not my that's laptop. Not mine. It's fake. It's debunked. Yep. I mean, okay, mm-hmm. clearly, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So you wanted to know that's what this is. It, it's right. one of those things I was kind of, I was kind of hoping we'd, you know, the the election would be a little more smooth and we'd know that Trump's the fucking everything's hunky dory there. And then I was gonna dig more into this laptop. Mm-hmm. So I've had this shit, but. I mean, instead of just keep bringing it each week yeah. and then never touch it, we'll just get it out of the way like we just did. So there's right. the red scarf conspiracy. Why is he wearing a red scarf? Yeah. What the fuck is all this crazy shit on his laptop? And why does he have this tattooed on his back? Um, so anyways. That's just funny. Um, let's see here. So we'll start with this one. Did we read this one last time? I can't remember. No. Okay. Uh, Maria Bart. Tiramov, or whatever the fuck her name yeah, is. I check. She's from fucking Fox News, I think, or was. Okay, that's a parlor thing. Yeah, but then, well, because everybody's mm-hmm. left fucking Twitter and Twitter, shit, or yeah. plans on it as their accounts all get censored and deleted and removed and all right. that. Right. She uh, puts out. Uh, <laughs> she puts out. <laughs> she also parlored. What are we going to call it? Parlored now because we can't call it tweeted. Yeah, it's par. You uh, you parlored. She parlored. Uh, massive national security issues. Massive. I'm told dirty Venezuelan and Cuba money behind Dominion. The software also has components from China. This is about to explode. Now, Dominion, as we've talked about mm-hmm. in previous episodes, is the computer, or not the the election software yeah. uh, program that was used in all these states for the election, which is uh, interesting. Dirty Venezuelan and Cuban money. Also has components from China. Yeah, I knew about China. Didn't know anything else. All right. Um, so this here says 3,889,947 votes to Trump. Forensic investigation of every change in the data reveals that that number I just read for Trump have been stolen. This does not include any fake ballots yet. Dead people voting, people voting two to ten times, illegal voters, disqualified ballots due to no real person. This also does not include manual fake entries of which there will also be thousands of that thousands of. That requires data to actual ballot verification manually which must be done by investigators. This is evidence of systemic criminal fraud. Use the proper language. This is crime. It is criminal. It is also criminal for mainstream media or any person to be an accomplice to crime by obstructing justice to acting to cover up a crime or shelter criminals from their crimes by lying that these facts do not exist. It is also criminal to manipulate the public. That is antitrust and manipulative advertising. Call it what it is. Do not sugarcoat it. It is crime. It is criminal. So that implicates everybody that's involved, plus all the mainstream media that are touting this nonsense. Nice. That it's something happens to it. It needs to. And that's the fucking issue that we're at at this moment, Dave, Mm -hmm. is... We've got Sidney Powell on TV, Rudy Giuliani on TV. We got all these fucking people finding all this shit. Nothing fucking happens. Yeah. However, we're going to slide over here back to the internet. All right. Mm-hmm. 
So, back in October, Dave, a Trump supporter was arrested for requesting absentee ballot for dead mother. <laughs> so, this guy, Robert Lynn, mm-hmm. a registered Republican and Trump supporter in the battleground state of Pennsylvania, was arrested on Wednesday, granted this is back in October, for allegedly requesting an absentee ballot for his mother who died in 2015. She was a, or Lynn, who is 67, is a resident of Luzerne County, a largely white working class political bellwether that Barack Obama won twice, but which swung hard for Trump in 2016. Lynn is being charged with voter fraud and forgery for faking his deceased mother's signature on the absentee ballot request form. County prosecutors have told local authority news, or local authority, local news outlets that it is the first case of alleged voter fraud in the county in three decades. County election authorities flagged the ballot request as suspicious in September, triggering the investigation that led to Lynn's arrest. Lynn allegedly first denied the allegations to detectives before admitting to the deed. All right, so we're going to arrest one fucking Trump supporter who did this, yet how much fucking yeah. of that exact same fraud do we have affidavits for, mm-hmm. according to Sidney Powell and Giuliani, Giuliani all and mm-hmm. all these other fucking Lynn Wood and all these other people? We're talking hundreds, they claim. Oh, yeah. How many arrests have you heard about, Dave? None. I mean, have has anybody been arrested, or are we just not hearing about it? Like, I mean, obviously I'm, the mainstream news isn't going to report it. I'm it's funny that Huffington Post has to fucking do an article on the one Trump guy back in October before the election, yet we've had all this shit mm-hmm. we've discovered since the election. Not a goddamn thing's Nothing. happened. All right, so... That's pertinent simply because of that. Let's go back to the slides. All right. So this is just a, a, a thing of the showing the 5.31 a.m. Michigan vote dump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Rudy Giuliani on November 15th says, In Detroit, we have evidence that 100,000 ballots were brought in at 4.30 a.m. and counted, according to four of our witnesses, every single ballot was for Biden. Okay, and it's kind of showing yeah. the, that that's when those were brought in. Um, I don't know why I have that in there. I really have no idea why that's in there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember why I grabbed that. Anyways, uh, so the news is saying Joe Biden's president-elect. Yep. Joe's gone and created the office of the president-elect. Mm-hmm. They are putting on a show like he's the goddamn president. Right, he's going around fucking doing foreign affairs and... Setting up yeah. what he's going to do. Which is interesting, because you can't do show. any of that. Because of this letter, Dave, mm-hmm. right at the top here, 116th Congress, Congress of the United States, House of Representatives, Committee on Oversight and Reform, November 13, 2020, the Honorable Emily Murphy, Administrator, General Services Administration. Dear Administrator Murphy, that's, that's uh, Emily Murphy, who this letter is yeah. being written to. On November 9th, 2020, Democratic House members sent you a letter that misrepresented the facts surrounding your responsibilities under the Presidential Transition Act of 1963. I write to correct the record. Under the Act, you, as Administrator of the General Services Administration, have the authority to provide government-funded transition assistance to the President-elect and the Vice President-elect. However... This assistance can only occur after there are apparent successful candidates for the office of the president and vice president, respectively, as ascertained by the administrator. 
you. Mm-hmm. There are enough state contests in question such that there is not yet an apparent president or vice president elect. Precedent and legislative history present three situations where there may be an unapparent president elect. One, the drafters of the act anticipated three electoral situations where there would be an unapparent president elect. A tie, a plurality winner, or the presence of extensive voter fraud or intimidation, the third being applicable to 2020 since the Trump campaign has raised questions and filed legal challenges in several states. Number two, the drafters concluded that if there is any doubt in the administrator's mind, the administrator does not have to release transition assistance since states have not yet... Now i got to go to page two. Certified an electoral winner, and some states are still tabulating legal ballots. There remains doubt as to the winner. And, number three, the precedent set by the Clinton administration in the contested 2000 election is that to ascertain an apparent president-elect, there would need to be a concession, which has not yet occurred in 2020, or no more legitimate continuing legal challenges, which has not yet occurred in 2020. According to congressional intent and past precedent set by President Clinton, as of today, there is no apparent president-elect. A GSA spokesman recently stated that the GSA administration ascertains the apparent successful candidate once a winner is clear based on the process laid out in the Constitution. I strongly encourage you to do just that. Follow the Constitution and past precedent, not the media, when making your determination of the president-elect. This democracy relies on a rule of law, and the law must be followed. Sincerely, Jody Heiss, Ranking Member, Subcommittee on Government Operations. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, if there's any question, what Joe Biden is doing with the office of the president-elect is 100% bullshit. And if you needed any proof, there's that fucking letter. There you go. Mm-hmm. He has not been awarded president-elect. The only person or entity that has awarded him that is the, media. the mainstream media. And they have no place to do that. Mm-hmm. Because the mainstream media is not listed in the fucking Constitution as somebody who can determine a fucking election. Correct. So, that alone should tells me they should go in and say, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing over here. This is, it's literally the equivalent of playing dress up. Yeah, they're playing house. Um, Yeah, that's that's what they're doing. It's like, well, this is a fucking joke. The problem is, the mainstream should have to fucking put this out. They shouldn't be allowed to continue to perpetrate this nonsense Mm -hmm. so dumb people believe it. Because that's the problem, is you have all these dumb people thinking he's the fucking president when he's not. It's irritating. Nessa's going to get into some uh, interesting stuff here. Um, so this was a screenshot grabbed off OAN, One American News. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, these people. I don't. I guess they were doing some sort of interview. This is Louis Gomert. I believe he's a senator. Um, <clears throat> anyways, it says here. Rep- this is what it says on the little scroll on the bottom here. Reports seized Skittle or S C Y T L data shows landslide win for President Trump. Alleged server seized by U.S. Army shows President Trump had 410 electoral votes on election night. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's staggering, right? Yeah. So, SCY, 
TL is supposedly, we'll go back to the interwebs here, SCYTL. So when you go to, uh, first let's go to this. I don't, how would you, Skittle? It's not Skittle. Siddle. Siddle? Siddle, yeah. Is that how we're going to go? We're yeah, because it's like it? Cyst, C-Y-S-T, Cyst, but Siddle. Okay. I, I'm going to go with Siddle. We'll go with Siddle. That's what we'll call it. So what is Siddle, I guess, is the question. Well, let's go to their website, which is Siddle.com. Click on what we do. It says, we power democracy. People plus technology plus expertise. A unique combination to help power democracy. Addressing election-specific needs, providing the right technology for each election, delivering expertise, and best practices. Okay. Yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Public elections, private elections. Um, you know, it, it sounds kind of like they're a company that, that does stuff with elections. Yeah. Right? Company overview. I'm just trying to find it. Okay. Skittle is a... Skittle. <laughs> what did you call it? Siddle. Siddle. I, I'm never going to say that. Siddle is the worldwide leader in secure electronic voting, election management, and election modernization solutions. Our solutions incorporate unique cryptographic protocols that ensure maximum security, transparency, and auditability in all types of elections. Siddle's groundbreaking electoral security technology is protected by international patents and enables organizations to electronically carry out all types of electoral processes in a completely secure and auditable manner, Positioning the company as the global leader in the industry. Hit play on that video. It's a minute and 47. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ad for them. All right. We are Cytal. Cytal. We are go. growing, innovating, and evolving. Together with you, whether from governments, international institutions, or private organizations, we overcome election challenges through technology and training. And wherever you are, we strive to make your elections more secure, efficient, and transparent. We guide you every step of the way towards the successful modernization of your election processes. We combine deep technology expertise, cutting-edge security, and strategic capabilities to automate the voting process whether remotely or at the polling place. And automate election management before, during, and after election day. We reinvent technology creating a positive dialogue between citizens and their governments, giving people a voice in their future, and opening up democracy to new horizons. These are the values we believe in, and define Saito's concept of innovating democracy. Okay. Okay. So now let's go back to the slide. So now we kind of know what Saito is. We also know how to pronounce it. (laughs) Let's go back and I'm going to reread this scroll at the bottom of the screen from OAN, this screen grab here. Reports, 
Seized CITL data shows landslide win for President Trump. Alleged server seized by U.S. Army shows President Trump had 410 electoral votes on election night. Okay? Okay. I'm going to go back to the interwebs. We'll leave CITL up there, and we'll, we'll type it in again in Google. Top stories, Dave. This is very, yeah, yeah. very interesting. The first one from New York Times. No, the Army didn't seize servers showing Trump election landslide. U.S. Army didn't seize election servers in Germany. That's from factcheck.org. The Statesman says, fact check. Did the U.S. military seize servers tied to the Dominion election systems? All right. You know who else weighed in on this, Dave? Oh, let me guess. Snoops? Snoops says... You know, we're going we're to go to Snopes because it's oh, so God. fucking entertaining. Did a seized server in Germany prove Trump won 410 electoral votes? Mythical computer servers in foreign countries haven't changed the outcome of the 2020 U.S. presidential election. They call it false, Dave. Mm-hmm. They say it's false, right? Yep. Okay. So now let me swing over here. To my tweeter, George Papadopoulos. Yeah. Breaking. Sidney Powell, this would be the attorney for uh, all this nonsense, confirms the U.S. military seized CIDL servers in Germany. Well, I don't know about you, Dave, but if I was mainstream media mm-hmm. and the United States Army seized this shit, which basically destroys their narrative. Mm-hmm. I would be doing fucking trying to do some control, some damage oh, control yeah. articles here too. Ton. Yeah, shit ton. Here's the thing: Sydney Powell's talked about this. She's confirmed it. <laughs> She's intending on taking all her evidence to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So. What literally, Snopes, New York Times, all these fucking things are saying it's all bullshit. bullshit right. So she's going to take this bullshit thing to the Supreme Court. And, I mean, are they not going to easily be able to see right through that if it was bullshit? So yeah. of all the other evidence and all the other affidavits <laughs> from another show, yeah, yeah. affidavits that they they have, Sidney Powell claims they have with Rudy Giuliani and all that, they have all these affidavits, and she confirms the CIDL servers, and this is a true fucking thing. Mm-hmm. They, the U.S. Army went and got these servers in Germany. If it was all bullshit, why is she talking about it? Right. There'd be no reason for that. It's not like this is just some hack saying... Uh, you know that that uh, you know. Oh, we got all these things in Germany, man. We're good. <laughs> he, he some guy named Bob or something that decided to, you know, call up the Think Tank podcast here <laughs> and say, "Oh yeah, the, this fucking company that nobody can pronounce. It's called Skittles. Has gone over and 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 they had their servers obtained in uh, by Borat in Kazakhstan, and we would be like, oh shit, are we for real? Okay, right. it's not that." It's literally Trump's fucking main attorney talking about this. So literally you're saying everything Sidney's saying is bullshit. That's what they're saying. Along with all the other fraud. Except, Dave, we've gone through two weeks worth of just just hitting some of the Mm -hmm. things. If you literally followed this every single day, 
You can view all of this fucking fraud. Right. And it's fascinating to me because there is no fraud. Yeah. You can't prove any evidence. There's no evidence. That's what they all say. It's, There's no it's evidence. It's fascinating. Like, so you literally, every single affidavit is a person who has come forward with a statement, right? That's what mm-hmm. an affidavit is, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, and that's one thing I know. We They're all about. lying, apparently. I was going to say, I was, as we kind of talked about off the air, Rudy Giuliani's press conference from last night, real time, he flat out said, he's like, no single Biden supporter or Biden himself will sign an affidavit because it's penalty. If you're lying, it's penalty of perjury. Exactly. But because all these people they are. They know, dude. They know. Yeah. They know. That's what why they, fucking they know, Biden's not talking about Yeah. The, they, they know the officer president-elect <laughs> is playing dress-up. They know it's fake. They know they lost, in the words of Trump, bigly. They know they got destroyed in this election. Yeah. They are trying to convince people with a narrative, with this nonsense production mm-hmm. that they have put on. They've put fake numbers out. They've put fake... Everything is bullshit. Everything with the Democrats and these fucking people are fake. They they faked everything in the last four years. It is... I get so fucking angry, dude. Like I know. So do I. It's... Okay. So, to me... And, and here's the thing. You can believe CNN all day. There, in in my opinion, there is absolutely no reason this lady, Sidney Powell or Rudy Giuliani, will be talking about this company and their servers being seized by the army because that should be pretty easily backed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you would have to assume if you're going to take the Supreme Court, Supreme Court's going to say, "Well, can you provide us with the general that uh, or, or whoever, right. a commander, wh- whoever's in charge of the fucking group of the in the army that went and got this thing?" I mean. I wouldn't think you would be saying this shit knowing that's going to go there and it's going to be presented. I would assume that persons that they're going to want to see or talk to that particular person, right. at which point that person's going to be supplied for questioning. If they didn't already blow up in their fucking Blackhawk. Well, I mean, either way, they've got the fucking server. Here's the thing. I don't think you would sit there and say you have shit if you didn't have it. Right. No, I agree. I mean, so so the fact that they're writing, but see, that's, that's the problem. You're literally writing articles saying this was bullshit, but you're also writing articles saying that there is no fraud. When it's very clear, if you did 14 seconds of fucking research, you mm-hmm. would see that there's fraud. Just because Snopes says there's no fraud, well, Snopes, everything on Snopes is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised that, well, I guess I'm not, I shouldn't be surprised it said false, because a lot of times, shit that's true, it says undecided or whatever it says. Yeah, because they don't want to basically say that, yes, Hillary Clinton fucking murders babies and eats them. I mean, they don't want to have to say that, as that looks pretty bad. So, um, pretty interesting. Trump wins with 410 electoral votes. So... That's the true data. And mm-hmm. what's interesting is, so I also went back and I started listening to other podcasts that were doing live streams on that night. Mm-hmm. And there was um, other countries that are obviously following our elections. Oh, yeah. We're like the most important country in the world for some reason, right. for at least people. I mean, it, so in New Zealand, they were getting a whole different 
version of what our results were than what was in our country being presented by Fox and CNN and all that. They were getting the 410 version. Mm-hmm. Everybody in New Zealand thought Trump's got this in the bag. Right. He's fucking destroyed Joe Biden. Keep in mind, that's New Zealand. Right. The server was obtained in Germany. So Germany had it. There was, so, so where's New Zealand getting their numbers? Probably from Seidel. Right. Who was feeding it out. So basically, somewhere where they don't need to tell a bullshit narrative Mm -hmm. to convince a population or try to convince a population, you know, keep in mind, this is the same news organizations in this country that have convinced almost the entire country that the common cold is now something you should be scared of. Right. With a marketing uh, team that rebranded it. It's fucking incredible. And yet they get mad when we call them the enemy of the people. Right. You are the fucking enemy of the people. Hell yeah. Anyways, let's move on. So that's interesting, right? Yeah. Interesting little It's funny because I had seen... I think even on Parlor, someone had said that it was not true that they got the fucking shit from Germany. Well, then why is Sydney Powell talking about it? Right. Because if it wasn't, if it was bullshit, the fact that she's going to bring it up seems a, quite uh, unreliable. Yeah. And and iffy, like that does that kind of hurt your case, in my opinion. Oh yeah. I think it'd be for sure. It'd be counterintuitive for her to bring it up if it was bullshit. If it was complete right. nonsense. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. If you're not even sure, just don't talk it. Don't bring it up. You know what I mean? Why are you bringing it up? Right. Anyways, um, so here's a, here's a little graph. Michigan individual timestamp entries for the New York Times. So the, uh, this is, you know, you see the blue and the red, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all this stuff here. At 6.31 a.m., a vote dump of 149,772 votes came in. Biden receives 134,886 votes. That's 96% of the batch. Okay. Crazy. So after the 6.31 a.m. vote dump, Trump's percent edge dropped within striking distance for Biden. Of course. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, this is uh, Trump tweeted this out. This is a quote from Chanel Ryan, Ryan something like that. I don't know what the fuck her name is. R-I-O-N. Right. She's on uh, OAN as a reporter, okay? Mm-hmm. It says, report, Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes deleted. States using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. Uh, this claim about election brought is disputed, just so you know. Yeah. It's so annoying that they put that on everything. But nothing on fucking Biden's shit. Anything no. Biden tweets out is fucking golden because yeah. he's a, in the office of the president of elect. But yet, did you? And you probably didn't watch, but they had uh, Jack from Twitter, Zuckerberg from Facebook. They all got questioned by um, certain like Congress people, mm-hmm. committee or whatever. About you know their collusion with mainstream and censoring the president and all this shit and. Oh, we don't know anything about fucking really? lying assholes. There, I mean, and they're under fucking. To me, that's oath. all treason, treason, bro. Yeah, they're all under oath. Actually, too. I wonder, did I, uh, where is it? I sent. 
I didn't send it to you. I sent it to that. Oh, sure. Don't send shit to me, asshole. No, because I, you're gonna you're gonna watch it four fucking times. Yeah, I like to watch it four times. No, you mm. don't. Um, one of these right here. Hopefully, it plays. Yeah, yeah. This is interesting. So, this is a. This is funny to me. This is uh, Josh Hawley. He's a senator from Missouri, I believe. Okay. Uh, it says, exposes bombshell allegations from Facebook whistleblower. Zuckerberg is stunned. So this is Zuckerberg, uh, and this is their, This is one of the things. Yeah, that's his band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully there's no ad. This is- there is an ad. You bastard. Um, we'll get past this little ad here. This is on the new site Rumble, which is... The new YouTube mm-hmm. for conservatives. Senator, uh, I think we can follow up with a summary of, of research that we have, but uh, from what I've seen so far, it's inconclusive, and most of the research um, suggests that the vast majority of people do not um, perceive or experience these services as, as addictive or have issues. But, but I do think that there um, should be controls given to people to help them manage their experience better. And this is something that we're very focused on. Mr. Uh, Dorsey. I'm not aware of internal research, but we can follow up. But I, I do think, like anything else, these tools can be addictive. And we should be aware of that, acknowledge it, and make sure that we are making our customers aware of um, better patterns of use. Can I just pause Dorsey there and say, he must be looking at you, Dave, because he is a... Uh tailoring his goatee <laughs> and beard to look like you. Yeah, he's a fucking douchebag. Um, so the, the more information, the better here. Thank you, Senator Holler. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is where it gets real. late 19th century, the heads of the biggest corporations in America, the robber barons, got together and they set rates, they set prices, they determined how they would control information flow, they determined how they get rid of competition, and uh, I'll be darned if we aren't right back there again. Except for this time, you're the robber barons. Your companies are the most powerful companies in the world, and I want to talk about how you're coordinating together to control information. In recent days, my office was contacted by a Facebook whistleblower, a former employee of the company with direct knowledge of the company's content moderation practices. And I want to start by talking about an internal platform called Tasks that Facebook uses to coordinate projects, including censorship. The Tasks platform allows Facebook employees to communicate about projects they're working on together. That includes Facebook censorship teams, including the so-called community well-being team, the integrity team, and the hate speech engineering team, who all use the task platform to discuss which individuals or hashtags or websites to ban. Now, Mr. Zuckerberg, you're familiar with the task platform, aren't you? Senator, uh, we use the the task system for, um, I I think it's, as you say, for people coordinating all kinds of uh, work across the company, although I'm not sure if I'd agree with the characterization specifically um, around content moderation that you gave. Well, uh, let's get into that, Uh, and let me see if we can refresh your memory and and Mm -hmm. provide folks at home Mm -hmm. watching with an example. Here over my shoulder is an example. It's a screenshot of the task I platform love that he's got use. these. Mm-hmm. You'll notice if the cameras zoom in, several references to election integrity throughout on these lists of tasks. Again, this is shared across Facebook's sites. 
uh, company locations, by working groups. What particularly intrigued me is that the platform reflects censorship input from Google and Twitter as well. So Facebook, as I understand it, Facebook censorship teams communicate with their counterparts at Twitter and Google and then enter those companies' suggestions for censorship onto the task platform so that Facebook can then follow up with them and effectively coordinate their censorship efforts. So Mr. Zuckerberg, let me just ask you directly, under oath now, mm -hmm. Does Facebook coordinate its content moderation policies or Under efforts oath. in any way with Google or Twitter? Senator, let me be clear about this. Uh, we, uh, we do coordinate on and, and share signals on security-related topics. Uh, so, for example, if there is um, signal around a terrorist attack or around child exploitation imagery or around a foreign government uh, creating an influence operation, that is an area where the companies um, do share signals about what they see. But I think it's important to be very clear that that is distinct from the content moderation policies uh, that we or the other companies have, where once we share intelligence or signals between the companies, uh, each company makes its own assessment of the right way to address uh, and deal with that information. Well, I, I'm talking about content moderation. I'm talking about individuals, mm -hmm. websites, hashtags, phrases to ban. Is it your testimony that you do not communicate with Twitter or Google about content moderation, about individuals, websites, phrases, hashtags to ban? Just yes or no. Do you communicate with Twitter or Google about coordinating your policies in this way? Senator, we do not coordinate our policies. Do your Facebook content moderation teams communicate with their counterparts at Twitter or Google? Uh, Senator, I'm not aware of anything specific, but I, <laughs> I think it would be uh, probably pretty normal for people to talk to their, their peers and colleagues in the industry. It would be but normal, but you don't do it? No, I, I, I'm, I'm saying that I, I, I'm not aware of any particular conversation, but... I would expect that some level of, of communication probably happens, ah, but that is different from coordinating mm -hmm. uh, what our policies are or our responses <laughs> in specific instances. Well, fortunately, I understand that the task platform is searchable. So will you provide a list of every mention of Google or Twitter from the task platform to this committee? No. Senator, that's something that I can follow up with you and your team after on. Well, uh, yes or no, I'm, I'm sure you can follow Just with the list, but why don't you commit there. while I've got you here under oath. It's so much better to do this under oath. Will you commit now to providing a list from the task's platform of every mention of Google or Twitter? Senator, respectfully, I'm, I'm without having looked into this, I'm not aware of any sensitivity that might exist around that, so I don't think it would be uh, wise for me to commit to that right now, so but I, I would no. have to follow how many items on the task platform reflect that Facebook, Twitter, and Google are sharing information about websites or hashtags or platforms that they want to suppress? <laughs> Senator, I, I, I do not know. Uh, will you provide a list of every website and hashtag that Facebook content moderation teams have discussed banning on the task platform? Senator, again, I would be happy to follow up with you or your team uh, to discuss further how we might move forward on that. But without well, will you commit to it here, you, Senator Cruz and Senator Lee both asked you for lists 
of individuals, websites, entities that have been subject to content moderation. You expressed doubt about whether any such information exists, but you've also now said that the task website, you've, you've, you've acknowledged that the task platform exists, that it is searchable. So will you commit to providing the information you have logged on the task website about content moderation that your company has undertaken? Yes or no? No. Senator, I think it would be better to, to follow up once I've had a chance to discuss with my team what uh, any sensitivity. That's code for that let me delete everything. That, yeah, we gotta um, get rid of shit because th that might prevent um, the, the kind of sharing that you're talking about. But once I've done that, I would be happy to, to follow up. All right, so you won't you won't commit to do it here. We could, of course, subpoena this information, <laughs> but I'd much rather get it from you voluntarily. But I think let everybody take note that that Mr. Zuckerberg has now repeatedly refused to provide information that he knows that he has and has now acknowledged that he has, <laughs> that Tasks has under us. Let me, let me switch to a different topic. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, tell me about Sintra. <laughs> Dude, he fucked him up. Yeah, it's fantastic. Who is that it? guy? I like him. Josh Hawley, senator from Missouri. Makes you want to move to Missouri. I know, right? Is he Republican? Yeah. I love him. Just, I mean, he hammers that guy. And he yeah, wasn't he done. <laughs> He wasn't done. That was just one little yeah, piece. No, that's awesome. Um, I don't like Zucker Duck anyways. No, he's a fucking, he's a fucking alien or something. Anyways. Fucking showed. Um, so, that covers, where, how did we even get onto that? I don't remember what I was doing. I don't know. Doing, you but anyways. Were, you were doing something. We got there. And so, um, let's continue. I think, could you read that part maybe? No. The, the whistleblower part? No, it was something else. I don't remember now. Don't matter. Does not matter. All right, this is uh, um, <clears throat> so Ryan Fournier, I think is how you pronounce that name on Twitter. He uh, tweeted out: "Whistleblowers from Dominion have come forward. Big news! Trump was right all along." And then Eric Trump, Trump's son, tweets out or does like a quote tweet: "says This is just the beginning." All right. Then uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, mm -hmm. he tweets out, Today, the, as at real Donald Trump, campaign sued to invalidate hundreds of thousands of fraudulent ballots in the Western District of Michigan. First Pennsylvania, then Michigan will go to Trump. Affidavits will be published tomorrow. You will be shocked. Okay. Um, then this one from Andrew Pollack. Uh, there are only two groups upset by this, liberals and criminals. If you're going to loot, stay the hell out of Governor Ron DeSantis' Florida. Democrat governors will gladly give you f free reign in their states. He's referring to, uh, this is a response, referring to what Governor Ron DeSantis did. Do, do you, have you heard about this? I did not hear. Okay, so... Let's go back to the interwebs. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, there's some, funny, there's some funny shit that's happened here. Um, let's see. what do, I'm trying to think how I can word the uh, search here. Um, let's see if that... All right. I think the headline will be enough. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis 
to allow armed citizens to shoot suspected looters and rioters who target businesses in an expansion of the state's stand-your-ground law. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just read these bullet points and then we'll move on. Governor Ron DeSantis drafted anti-mob legislation that would expand Florida's stand-your-ground law. It would allow armed citizens to shoot suspected looters or anyone engaged in criminal mischief that disrupts the business. The proposal came in response to months of protest against police brutality, which have sometimes been accompanied by violence and looting. It would also make it a third-degree felony to block traffic during a protest. Drivers who claim to have unintentionally killed or injured protesters who block traffic would be immune from prosecution. DeSantis pledged in September to crack down on violent and disorderly assemblies that occurred after the death of George Floyd killed by a white cop. His proposal sparked outcry from critics who called it dangerous, unconstitutional, and clearly political. No. Fuck off. I don't think it was any of those things. No. He's basically, what he just did is what... Every fucking state should do. Fuck yeah. You want to act like goddamn fools? We get to shoot you now. Yeah. You fuck with my business, I get to shoot you. And I shouldn't go to fucking jail for it. I like it. So, and now going back to this, there are only two groups upset by this. Liberals and criminals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you wouldn't give a shit if if, if you're not going to go loot or riot, you wouldn't have to worry about getting shot. Right, Right, Dave? Right. Okay. Well, so if, if that upsets you, what I just read... But what he did in Florida, then you're either a criminal or a liberal. It's kind of like that game you like to play on Rock Vegas. Yeah. Stupid or liar. Either you, you're a liberal or a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you're one of those and if you disagree with this election, then play the game stupid or liar. Are you stupid or are you lying to yourself? Mm-hmm. You can play the game. It's fantastic. And you only need yourself to play it. Yeah. It, I mean, it's fantastic. The only thing better, better is jerking there. off. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Um, data deep dive on Dominion voting system offers incontrovertible proof of election hack. If the Trump campaign and his army of attorneys don't have this information yet, they need it as soon as possible. This is the smokiest gun we've seen so far. Let's see if I can zoom in down here. Wait, I might have that. There we go. Hang on. Yeah, go to the next one. The devil may be in the details, but the angels are in the data. That's what we're learning very quickly as we examine the work of a dedicated Trump supporter who appears to have uncovered all of the proof necessary to dispel this myth that Joe Biden won the presidential election. A post on uh, the Donald.win by user Truman Black has sparked a little attention, though not nearly enough. It needs a lot more because within the data sorted and examined is the smoking gun the Trump campaign can use to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the election was hacked. Massive amounts of votes were changed from President Trump to Biden. Other votes were removed altogether without reason. This cyber coup is much bigger than most of us realized. While we've been focused, and rightly so, on analog voter fraud, there is technological fraud on a gargantuan scale that happened. More importantly, it has been proven. All right. Switch votes are votes that were taken from Trump and given to Biden. Lost votes are votes votes that disappeared during the counting from both candidates. There might be a small overlap between switch votes and lost votes. And we covered these yeah, numbers yeah. Uh, previously, so we won't go through those again. You can find this shit. Um, let's see. So this is just, uh, this doesn't really have to do with the presidential election, but this is like um, more 
small scale. I have it here. Connecticut GOP lawmaker discovered winner after race called for Democrat. Down here in the little doodad. I love little doodads. Connecticut GOP House Representative Craig Fishbein was declared the loser in the race for his seat until a town clerk found an error had caused the race to be called for his Democrat opponent. Wallingford town clerk Barbara Thompson said Tuesday her office discovered that votes had not been recorded in the state's reporting system from Yalesville Elementary School. Hmm, weird. Mm-hmm. Lots of errors and things like that. I wonder how many times this happened in previous elections that nobody, nobody ever about. challenged or, mm-hmm. and people conceded when they shouldn't have and all this because of nonsense that happened. Mm-hmm. So... Then my question instantly goes to 2018. Did the Democrats actually win the House? I don't think they did. I don't think so either. Did, I mean, was it even bigger fucking landslide in uh, 2016? Yeah, versus Crooked Hillary. Uh, The little article here, the little ditty that you love so much goes on. The school is one of nine polling places in the 90th House District that includes Wallingford and Cheshire. Quote, I can't answer if it was a clerical error or a computer error in the elections management system, Thompson said. All I know is we caught it yesterday and amended it. As of Wednesday morning, unofficial results on the Secretary of State's elections website showed incumbent fish buying ahead of challenger Jim Jinks. Yeah, nothing but hijinks. Mm. But according to the Mirror, a recount will be conducted Thursday because of a margin of less than 0.50%. There's no circumstance when an error like that is not caught and corrected, Gabe Rosenberg, a spokesman for the Secretary of State, said. Okay. So, and and this is just one example. There's been tons of oh, house yeah. seats that were awarded to Democrats that have flipped. I think it's, we're up to like 12 or something I saying, now. I thought it was over double Just in yeah. this election. So that's a staggering number of miscalled mm-hmm. results. So you're telling me we can, a lot of those are flipping. Yet you, you have doubts in the presidential one? I don't know. Seems like the presidential one has the most evidence. All right. Poll. Less than half of America believes Joe Biden won the election. Yeah. Exactly. Because there's only a third of America that voted for the fucking idiot. <laughs> and those people that voted for him are the ones that think he won. Yeah. The rest of the goddamn country, two-thirds or three-quarters... Voted for Trump, mm-hmm. and they all think Trump won. Right. If you voted for Trump, and you think he won, you are in the majority. The mainstream news will tell you otherwise, but you are in the majority. There is way more of us than there are are of them. Right. But they want you to think that you are the one and only Trump supporter out there. They want you to think that you are not in a group of eighty to ninety million people right. that want this guy to be president. That's voting age people. That's not like, you know. Dead people and people that voted 10 oh, times man. and all that shit. You know how many dead people voted for Biden? It's fucking staggering. I know. Let's read this little ditty. She loved ditties so much. <laughs> Less than half of the American people believe Joe Biden won the presidential election, according to a Tuesday survey from Just the News Daily and independent pollster Scott Rasmussen. The survey, fielded November 5th or 7th among 1,200 registered voters, asked respondents, who do you believe legitimately won the presidential election this year? It found that 49% overall believe Biden won the presidential election. Over one-third of voters, or 34%, believe Trump won the presidential election, and 16% are not sure who won. Okay. 
nonsense. Mm-hmm. Views are sharply divided along partisan lines. Over three-fourths of Republicans, 77%, believe Trump won, compared to 12% who said Biden and 11% who said they were unsure. By contrast, 87% of Democrats believe the former vice president won, 6% believe Trump won, and 7% remain unsure. While a plurality of independents, 42%, said Biden won, nearly a quarter said Trump won, and one-third remain unsure. Democrats comprised 37% of the weighted sample, followed by Republicans, 32%, and others outside of either major party, 30%. Survey concluded prior to major news networks calling the race for the former vice president on Saturday. I don't understand why mainstream news can even call something like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, we don't cover that. That's something really different. Uh, James O'Keefe tweets out, Another USPS worker just came forward regarding evidence of misconduct in the state of Pennsylvania inspired by Richard. Released tomorrow, Leviathan wants to crush us. They can't stop the Project Veritas Army of Truth Tellers. So now we've got, what, three, four USPS workers that are something like that, yeah. on record now? come out and said hey this is what we saw and there's some hokey shit oh yeah just try and help me understand this dave i know not saying you speak biden (laughs) but i just i need help understanding how this will work covid 1984 biden advisor recommends nationwide lockdown to revive economy I want to know how shutting down the economy revives the economy. Um, so we're going to shut it down, um, and then uh, everybody's going to like get some time off and be excited about going, you know, having time off, and and then they're all going to go back to work, and uh, they're going to have money. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> okay. Well, that's probably a smarter answer than what they actually would give. It makes you don't shut something down to revive it. No. Well, I mean, I guess technically you do. You'd be reviving something that's dead. Yeah. But the thing is, you can't just do that with the fucking economy, you mm-hmm. morons. Anyways. Why are we calling it COVID-1984? <laughs> you don't know what 1984 is, the book? No. Oh, Dave. Uh-oh, we might have to go back to square one with Dave here. I'm My name is Dave. There's actually, you can watch the movie, George Orwell's 1984, the book. You've never heard of this? No. Oh, my God. What the fuck? You, there's a movie on Amazon Prime you can watch. I believe it's for free. 1984. We'll just read this uh, little thing. Oh, hey. It's a novel often published as 1984. is a dystopian social science fiction novel by English novelist George Orwell. It was published on... You know, it doesn't matter. Um, let's get to what it... Okay. Thematically, 1984 centers on the consequences of totalin, totalitarianism... Mass surveillance and repressive regime, regimentation. regimentation of persons and behaviors within society. Orwell, a self-described Tory anarchist, modeled the author- authoritarian government in the novel after Stalinist Russia. More broadly, the novel examines the role of truth and facts within politics and ways in which they are manipulated. So, like Alex Jones will say, the answer to 1984 is 1776, mm-hmm. which is when we got our right. freedom, right? So. Right. That's okay. what it's referring to. All right, I got you. All right. I don't need to read all that. All right. Update. As more House race calls come in, there are now nine GOP flips. Now, this was as of the 10th of November. I think we've got even more. I think we're up to like 12 or 13, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I know we're in double digits for sure. Uh, but at the time, they had flipped one in California, two in Florida, one in Iowa, one in Michigan, 
one in Minnesota, one in New Mexico, one in Oklahoma, one in South Carolina, that they had originally called for Democrats, mm-hmm. discovered errors or glitches or whatever, and then fixed it and flipped them. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. So Kevin Roos tweets out, Facebook is absolutely teeming with right-wing misinformation right now. These are all among the top ten most engaged URLs on the platform over the last 24 hours. And it's got a list here. But then Gabriel Maller tweets out as a response to that, misinformation, AG Barr did authorize the U.S. attorneys to investigate Purdue and Loeffler did call on the Georgia Secretary of State to resign. A computer error in Michigan did end up flipping a race from Democrat to GOP. And the Michigan legislature is holding emergency hearings. Does that make any sense to you, all that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, James Woods. Everybody knows who he is. Actor. James yep. Wood High. He's okay. got his own high school and uh, family guy. Family guy, yep. Uh, he tweets out, Before they opened the back door in the middle of the night, Trump was leading... North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Wisconsin by quite a bit. Then they opened the back door in the middle of the night. He lost them all. Now he he still won Ohio and Texas, but he, but Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, North Carolina. I think he eventually did. They did give him North Carolina, but Pennsylvania and, and Wisconsin they took from him. By the way, Wisconsin, as of today's recording, they started their recount today. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know. You live there, Dave. Tell them get their shit together. I try, man. Um, Anna Paulina Luna, she tweets out, Below are states and numbers of votes Dominion software switched from Trump to Biden. Um, Once again, we've done all these numbers, but uh, it's pretty interesting. Pennsylvania had the most, then New Jersey, then Florida, Michigan, New York, Georgia, Ohio. You know, even Illinois is in there. Illinois did more than us. Yeah, Wisconsin. Just a little bit, though. That's all that matters. All right. Um, I don't know if you noticed this. This is pretty shitty. So Dinesh D'Souza tweets out, This is disturbing. Facebook removed the title of president from Donald Trump and designated him as political candidate. Trump is still president, and no matter what happens, will remain so until Inauguration Day. Yeah. So they literally changed his title from president to political candidate. Wow. So if you're on Facebook, I understand everybody's using it for fucking connect with their friends and family and all that. Go to Parler. Fuck Facebook. If everybody Mm. leaves Facebook, they will have to stop doing what they're doing. They will have to stop doing dumb shit. You just heard fucking uh, Mark Zuckerfuck get grilled, and all he can say is, uh, Senator... I'll, I'll follow up with you after I delete my shit. Yeah. Basically, is that's a translation of what mm-hmm. he was uh, avoiding having to say. Uh, this doesn't have anything to do with anything. However, mm-hmm. it does. Because Joe Biden, your bullshit president-elect, he's going to get rid of oil. Yeah, he did say right? that. Yes, he did so say here's that. an interesting little fact. Every time you hear the term fossil fuel on the TV, radio, news, etc., you're being lied to. In 1892, at the Geneva Convention, the biggest man in the oil industry, J.D. Rockefeller, paid scientists to call oil a fossil fuel. 
inducing the idea of scarcity in order to set a world price for oil. The truth is that oil is the second most prevalent liquid on Earth next to water, and at all times it is regenerating within the Earth faster than it could ever be depleted. Hence, you call it fossil fuel, now you can make people think that it's rare and going to run out eventually, Mm -hmm. then you can price gauge, or gouge rather, not gauge, but gouge. If it's as plentiful as water... It'd be really hard to fucking price gouge when and people thought, oh, fuck, we can just yeah. go get it. Yeah. And I've been saying this for a long time, mm-hmm. that it's uh, it's bullshit. Yeah. I actually, remember, you know, Ray, mm-hmm. I had a big fucking argument about this with him. I said, dude, oil is never going to run out. It's fucking, it's reproducing it. But see, like, I, I didn't have a way to back know. it up. Right, like, I right. don't have a... You know, I I can't literally pull J.D. Rockefeller here and say, fucking tell him, tell him, J.D., you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is, and it, and it brings into question dinosaurs. I and mean, we're not going to get into that, but right. they're trying to say that oil comes from fossil, like dinosaurs, somehow in the, you know, it, it's such bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's I'm telling you, everything you fucking taught and learned and whatever is bullshit. You literally have to s- start over. That's why you gotta listen to drunk, not drunk. Well, don't do that if you want truth. <laughs> but do that if you want entertainment. Yeah. Now, here's something. I mean, we're not trying to get into COVID here, but this is interesting, and I think we need to fucking just hit it real quick and move on. Elon Musk tweets out, Something extremely bogus is going on. Was tested for COVID four times today. Two tests came back negative. Two came back positive. Same machine, same test, same nurse. Rapid antigen test from BD. Well, how does that happen, Dave? Just give best guess. Because it's bullshit. Oh, there you go. We so can, we can move on. Let's before we move on from this douchebag. Is he a good douchebag or is he a bad douchebag? I'm not sure. Uh, it depends on the day. Really? <laughs> Honestly, it does because there's parts of Elon that says he's. I, I'd say overall. He he would be on the good side of things because they have gone after him and fucked with him and and all this shit. But I also think there's... I mean, he's come out and said that these motherfuckers are pedophiles and do weird shit, sacrificing humans, shit like that. I mean, he's come out and said this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... You know, I, I don't know. It's hard. It, he, it, like I said, it it depends on the day. There's some days where you'll see shit that he tweets out or whatever, and you're like, "What fucking side are you on?" What who, mm. you know? Because it, it'll seem like that, but then then this shit, or and, you know, I don't know. Elon's an interesting one. I would say you kind of just you keep him close, but not too close, but don't like, discredit him altogether. He's you know like what I mean? Fifty five, forty five, fifty five percent good, forty five percent bad. And it, and it's like whether or not he's his balls are in a vice that day mm-hmm. by the deep state, I think, is okay. really kind of how it goes. I, I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, Real Anna Paulina tweets out, Dominion, these problems threaten the integrity of our elections. Senators Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, and Ron Wyden, all Democrats, issue a former com- formal complaint in 2019 to Dominion voting systems. Among the complaints, allegations of vote switching. Mm. And... 
this was during the um, Democratic primaries. Okay. They claimed that they were getting votes that they weren't being actually given during the primaries, and they issued formal complaints with the Dominion voting system, which is used in our fucking election here. I'll read this little ditty since you love ditties. Oh, my God. Stop saying that. <laughs> Why? Because I don't like ditties. Oh, you don't like ditties, so you don't want me to read it anymore? No, read it. I just don't right. like you saying it. <laughs> well, give me something else to call it. This little nugget. Yeah, a little blip. In 2018 alone, voters in South Carolina were reporting machines that switched their votes after they'd inputted them. Scanners were rejecting paper ballots in Missouri, and busted machines were causing long lines in Indiana. In addition, researchers recently uncovered previously undisclosed vulnerabilities in near, nearly three dozen back-end election systems in ten states. And just this year, after the Democratic candidate's electronic tally showed he received an improbable 164 votes out of 55,000 cast in a Pennsylvania state judicial election in 2019, the county's Republican chairwoman said, Nothing went right on election day. Everything went wrong. That's a problem. These problems threaten the integrity of our elections and demonstrate the importance of election systems that are strong, durable, and not vulnerable to attack. Agreed. So even Democrats know this fucking system's bullshit. Mm-hmm. But what's the mainstream news say? It's, there's no, 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 no fraud. No fraud. Everything was fine. Yeah, there, there is no fraud. You got no evidence, Brian. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, Pennsylvania Secretary of State won't order a recount. What a cunt. Pennsylvania Secretary of State Kathy Shithead on Friday said she would not order a recount her state's election results... I think it's missing the word of. Mm-hmm. Order recount of her state's election results as the Trump campaign attempts legal challenges in key battleground states. The Pennsylvania Department of State said in a statement, based on the unofficial returns submitted by all the counties to the Department of State, Secretary Shithead has determined that she will not be ordering a recount and recanvas of the election returns in the counties as no statewide candidate was defeated by one half of one percent or less of the votes cast. This includes the following races, President of the United States, Attorney General, Auditor General, and State Treasurer. I agree with you. She's a cunt. Yeah. That's why I didn't say her actual last name. I called her a shithead because she is. All right. Patrick Howley. This guy is from Epic Times, if you've ever heard of them. Brian Kemp. This is the uh, governor of Georgia. Brian Kemp's chief of staff moved on to lobby for Dominion, who sold products to Georgia, while Georgia Secretary of State took campaign cash from wife of Dominion's partner CEO. Georgia proved itself to be a disgrace, and this is a failed election. Yeah. Keep in mind, I believe, we'll go to the interwebs here, that Georgia has certified the election... Their their results. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so I had heard yesterday, real time, not for listeners, but yesterday, real time, Dave, that they had done the recount. It did adjust some of the numbers, but Biden was still in the lead by like twelve thousand votes. Yeah, right? I heard that too. And he was going to move forward with the. Uh, Certification. Once you certify 
That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So I was just uh, validating that, and according to this, so AP News, Georgia's governor and top election officials on Friday certified results showing Joe Biden won the presidential race. Okay? This is interesting. Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp certified the state's election results Friday, saying that now that the results are certified, the Trump campaign can pursue other legal options to call for a recount. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, also a Republican, told reporters Friday morning that President-elect Biden had definitely won the state after the state's hand recount was completed Thursday. But Kemp didn't endorse the results, instead calling for another full-hand recount. Hmm. Kemp, who served as Georgia's... Georgia Secretary of State before Raffensperger has not publicly defended the state's election process from accusations from the president and his campaign. He alleged Friday that the audit revealed significant errors made in several counties, including Floyd, Douglas, and Walton. So you certify it, but you're noticing that there's fucking errors. Yeah. That, significant errors. But so we're good. We're going to certify it. This is, this is the part here. Kemp said the audit only looked at ballots, not the signatures on the absentee applications or the signatures on the ballot envelopes. Now, Trump Right when they started the recount, Trump said, he kept tweeting out, why the fuck are you doing the recount? You have to look at the signatures. He said, you're wasting your time with a recount. Mm -hmm. You have to look at the signatures. Because what's going to happen is all these ones, all these ballots that they just showed up in the middle of the fucking night, there isn't going to be any signatures. Right. Because they're fake. Mm -hmm. So those are automatically out. It's kind of (laughs) like, you know, a, a bunch of fucking ghost people show up to vote. You vote, you have to sign. Mm-hmm. Right, Dave? And, yep. and usually that signature has to match a previous signature that you signed. Yep. You know what I mean? Most people's signatures don't change that much. Right. Give or take. So uh, he called for Raffensperger to consider addressing these concerns and conduct a sample of audit of signatures on absentee ballot envelopes and compare those to the signatures on applications and on file that the Secretary of State's office. Now, here's the thing. Lots of... Uh, Lots of rumors going around that they had uh, gone, gone ahead and got rid of some of those um, envelopes. Yeah, well, then they can't be Well, validated. they can't be verified. Mm-hmm. Therefore, guess what happens there? Thrown out. Ooh. So, if you, Dave, legitimately had signed your envelope, mailed in your ballot, and voted for Biden, and these idiots threw your envelope out... They've basically just fucked up your vote. Mm-hmm. Now, that's probably not the case because most of these ballots that didn't have signatures, which is why they threw out these envelopes, mm-hmm. you, you, when it's all said and done, you're going to find that Trump has won Georgia. Yep. You're going to find it's the exact same thing that's going to happen in Wisconsin, the exact same thing that's going to happen in Arizona, the exact same thing that's going to happen in Pennsylvania. Yep. And then... They'll probably stop somewhere around there with those states. But what I think they should do is say, now we're going to go do this in California. Because California went red. Yep. Guaranteed. We won't read any more of that article, but basically Trump can now move forward with his attorneys and all this pushing for the, or doing the audit where they're going to check the signatures and all this. And this is where Joe Biden loses Georgia once they pursue that. So, interesting. 
from Mike Roman on Twitter, Trump's lawyers in Pennsylvania were doxxed this week. Bomb threats shut down their buildings. Death threats to family members. They kept going. They believe in fair elections and know if every legal vote is counted, Donald Trump wins. <laughs> so, yeah, his fucking attorneys were doxxed. I mean, we're, we're talking like you're one of his attorneys. You're... Name, home address, your, if you had kids, whoever, everything, just put it on the internet. Uh, hey, this is fucking Trump's attorney Dave over here, and he lives at this address. And 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 then what happens, Dave? These fucking Looney Tunes yep. want to show up at your house, and now you're trying to sleep, and you've got. <laughs> Hang on. Mm-hmm. These idiots, I guess, outside, you know, protesting, shooting, do setting your fucking house on fire. Who right. the fuck knows? Point is, all because you're an attorney just doing your job. Yeah, it's bullshit. So, these idiots that go dox these people should be just shot in the fucking head. I, I agree. I mean, I agree. It's, it's so ridiculous. Kyle Becker on Twitter. Clinton Global Initiative donated 25000 to 50000 to Dominion Voting Systems, according to the Washington Post, in an archived 2015 article. Just for due diligence and making the financial relationship between the two organizations more concrete. And it shows it. So, Clinton's always involved yeah, in always. nonsense. Can they ever just not be involved in nonsense? No. At what point can we just see them do like something good? For society, never, I'm just lo- one never, time. Never gonna actually. When they kill themselves, it'd be the yeah, best thing they well, can do for society. Soon, Hopefully. I think soon when they uh, when they finally are gonna start hammering for these arrests, you're gonna see Hillary take the cyanide pill. Mm-hmm. Just watch. Um, report: Anti-Trump Dominion Voting Systems Security Chief was participating in Antifa calls. Posted Antifa manifesto letter to Trump online. A dumbass. I mean, can we get more fucking muddy? You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? You're, you're the security chief for the Dominion Voting Systems, which is going to fuck this president over in the election, and you're on fucking calls with Antifa mm-hmm. and post a manifesto letter to Trump online. It says, I, I read his post, he hated Trump, said, don't worry about him getting elected again, and hates America and cops. This guy was chief election engineer for Dominion. Do the math. He looks like a fucking... Looks deal. like a pedophile. Don't they all? Mm-hmm. In 2010, Eric Coomer joined Dominion as vice president of U.S. engineering. According to his bio, Coomer graduated from the University of California, Berkeley, with a Ph.D. in nuclear physics. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I grabbed a screenshot of this, but made me think of this. So... All these Dominion employees had LinkedIn accounts. Mm-hmm. There's like shit ton of them. And just over the last week, they all deleted their LinkedIn accounts. Really? I mean, that doesn't, if that doesn't say, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I like that one. I do too. Um, if that doesn't say guilty, I don't know what does. Yeah, no uh, with all the other fraud. Right. I mean, that's just circumstantial evidence. So why is everybody that works with this company delay? I mean, I guess you could say, well, you know, I don't. <laughs> it's kind of like doxing yourself if you just left your shit up there. Right. So if you worked for Dominion, let's say, and you had it on your LinkedIn, and but you, maybe you just get rid of Dominion. You don't have to delete your whole account. Whole thing, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're getting rid of everything. I think we read that 
earlier. Pennsylvania appeals court rules for Trump campaign in late ballot ID case. It's a good thing, right? Yeah. Let's read this nugget. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to call it a ditty anymore. A state appellate court judge in Pennsylvania ruled in favor of the Trump campaign on Thursday, deciding that Secretary of State Kathy Shithead lacked authority to extend a deadline for first-time vote-by-mail participants to show their ID, the Philadelphia Inquirer reported. A Pennsylvania appellate court... Okay, why did they repeat the same fucking line? Who knows? That's so dumb. All right. In a two-page order, a Commonwealth court judge struck down a decision by the Wolf administration to give voters more time post-election to fulfill the ID requirement. Though state law only requires first-time voters to show ID at the polls, all voters who applied to vote by mail had to be validated. Uh, their identification against state records by November 9th. Uh, Shithead had extended the deadline to November 12th, adding a three-day extension after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court decided in a separate case that mail-in ballots could be received up to three days after Election Day. That change was upheld in a 4-4 decision by the U.S. Supreme Court. The number of ballots affected by Thursday's decision, which were sequestered and not counted, is likely small. However... Republicans believe Thursday's ruling could help if the Supreme Court resists the issue because the state judge found that shit had acted without authority from the state legislator. Legislature, sorry. Republicans point out that the Constitution says that the election rules are in the hands of the state legislatures. It does not say that state courts may change the state laws about voting procedure. Nice. So there's that. All right. Here's just an observation. Mm-hmm. You decide who is leading the polls, basically who won the election. On Twitter, Dave, Donald Trump, at the time of this uh, thing, it probably is more right now, I don't know. Donald Trump has 87.2 million followers on Twitter. Joe Biden has 10.9 million followers. That's a pretty big difference. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, Donald Trump has 32 million followers. Joe Biden has 3.3 million followers. Jesus. On Instagram, Donald Trump has 22.5 million followers. Joe Biden has 4.8 million followers. So then tell me, Dave, Mm -hmm. the amount of followers Joe Biden has between those three platforms alone aren't equivalent to what he had voted for him, supposedly, in the election. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has, but let's just say 10.9 million on Twitter are different than the 3.3 on Facebook and are different than the 4.8 on Instagram. Okay? Yeah, that's barely 20. But he got 75 or mm-hmm. 80 million or whatever crazy number they're trying to tell us. Right. right? Nonsense. What did I say? Or did I ever go over that with you? Yeah, you did, but I don't remember the number. Right, so it was about 20 to 30 million. It's probably yeah. what he got overall in real life. And Trump probably got somewhere around 90, right? Yeah. I mean, 90 is close to what he's got on Twitter. And if you have some crossover here, the 87.2 on Twitter, 32 on Facebook, and 22.5 on Instagram, because you know there's crossover. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, some of these people have all three. Follow them on all three. So, you know, it makes a little more sense. Mm -hmm. When it's all said and done, you're going to realize, I did this 
the day before election day. Here was my guesses. <laughs> and I actually went high for Biden the day before election day. I have since revised it lower than what it actually was, and I based this on um, certain ethnicities uh, voting at a certain rate higher than right. what they had in the past. Um, there would be 96 million votes going to Trump. I gave Biden 62 million. I've since revised that down to 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. So I've actually cut it in half and then took away another 2 million. And I gave independent candidates as a group 3 million. Um, okay. And then uh, that was my that was my prediction the day before fucking election. So we'll see when it's all said and done how close yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, before I came up with those numbers, I took what happened in 2016. Hillary had 65 million, 853,000, right? Mm-hmm. Trump had 62 million, 984,000. So 66 versus 63, right? My initial prediction was, well, Trump will have 86 million and Biden will have 42 million. Then I gave Biden an extra 20 million mm-hmm. and I gave Trump an extra 10 million because I figured in. Well, you did the switching, you did the Dominion switching. Well, well I, I actually figured how I came up with that is I figured in that there's going to be a bigger turnout with mm-hmm. mail ins and all this. This right. was before all of the other chaos happened. Right. I don't change my Trump total, but I did change that to like 20 to 30. So we'll see how that plays out. But it, it's interesting when you look at their followers on these mm-hmm. social medias and then what they are claiming they got the fucking poll. Come yeah, on. It's yeah. ridiculous. Joe Biden doesn't have fucking... Nobody likes the guy. No. His own family hates him. And the fucking 20 million people he probably did get to vote for him didn't vote for him. They voted against Trump. Yep. They hate Trump is what it is. All right. Let's keep going. We should be almost done with these slides. We can watch a couple of videos and get the fuck out of here. 2016, Pennsylvania received 266,208 mail-in ballots, and 2,534 were rejected. Okay? Mm-hmm. So whatever that math percentage is. In 2020, Pennsylvania received over 2.6 million mail-in ballots, Dave, and only 951 were rejected. Oh, that sounds legit. So wait. We have 266,000 in 2016 with 2,500 of those being rejected. Mm-hmm. And then, what is that? 800% increase or some crazy shit like that? 2.6 million, but only 951 rejected. I mean, the math isn't making any sense here, right? No, it doesn't. There's no way in hell Pennsylvania doesn't reverse its call. Trump won by a landslide. And that was from uh, New York Governor-elect Michelle, which obviously she's not New York Governor-elect. But yeah. everybody went on. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, we talked about that. Everybody went in and uh, president-elect, president-elect, mm-hmm. all this shit. It's funny. I didn't participate in that. but I uh, didn't either. All right. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Here's just uh, an example. The media. A source at NASA just fumed about. Mike Pence and Karen Pence hanging around the Kennedy Space Center without masks for the SpaceX launch on Sunday. Did they at least wear masks for part of the time? Of course not. 
And then photos tell a whole different story mm-hmm. where they were masks the entire time. So basically what this post is getting at is says, stop believing anonymous sources. Uh, these mainstream news, oh, an, uh, anonymous source from whatever, or a right. source from, what, from whatever says this. And then when you go look it up, it's bullshit. So what we're getting at here is stop believing MSM. You gotta, you just gotta stop. Uh, look at this in Wisconsin. A day after the election, Biden receives a dump of 143,379 votes at 3:42 a.m. When they learned he was losing badly, this is unbelievable. Well, yeah, when they figured out he was losing, yeah. that's when everything stopped counting. Yep, they had to make a bunch of fucking ballots up. That's a COVID thing, and that's the last one. We'll cover that COVID thing another time. So that's the end of my uh, slides. So not a shit ton this time, but a lot of, like, cross into some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's see. What was the – we covered that. That was a big thing. We won't hit all of these. There's a few that we will. Um, oh, in Floyd County, Georgia – they terminated their election director after the continuous stream of, in quotes, found ballots. You kept hearing about that, right? Yep. They kept finding yep. ballots, and they were mostly for Trump, yep. which is interesting. Um, there's this uh, numerous boxes of perfectly printed off ballots that were 100% Biden has been published on SGT report. If you're curious at that, you tell me. Interesting. I see it or no? Yeah. Oh, just the same thing. Yeah. Well, let me click the link until I open the tweet. All right. Okay. Well, things aren't exactly as the media would have you believe. Are they? In fact, I'm one that has been extremely critical of President Trump. But come on, we've known this for decades and exposed it for decades. The question is whether or not uh, those in authority are going to do their job and prosecute this criminal activity or merely use it to advance their political party. My bet, given the current track record of the Trump administration, is that it will be the latter. So there's that. Robin Hall has the sixth witness who saw perfectly marked mail-in ballots with some batches 100% for Biden, which appear to have been printed rather than filled out by someone at home. Hall shared a spreadsheet of the box numbers in question. Okay. So this, and it's got this, Ivan Penchikov. Well, Russian collusion with that name. Georgia recount worker with 20 years of experience handling ballots described an odd batch that stood out, pristine sheets with no markings, and 98% for Biden. Yeah, I would say that would raise some red flags. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not sure why that's here. <laughs> Retweeted five seven times. times. Yeah. But that's, I guess that's the gist of that. Okay. All right, let's go back here. This one is interesting to me. Biden is not acting like a man that is about to be president. Trump is not acting like a man that did not get reelected. Think about why. It's a little thought-provoking thing. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I mean, when you see... Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> so before we do anything else, let's pull up the tube of views. Remember in, what was it, two episodes, three episodes ago, something like that, we we watched the uh, 
election night speeches of yeah. Trump and the uh, dumb yeah. fuck. So, knowing what we know now, Dave, and the corruption in certain states, specifically Pennsylvania and Georgia, you know the chaos in those states, mm-hmm. right? So the speech was what? Four minutes? Yeah. All right. What I want to do is I want to play this again. I know it's excruciating having to watch this fucking empty suit, but there's specific things I want you to look at, all right? And and they're indicators. Okay. So as we watch, I'll, I'll pause and, you know, so... Your patience is commendable. We knew this was going to go long, but who knew we're going to go into maybe tomorrow morning, maybe even longer. But look, we feel good about where we are. We really do. I'm here to tell you tonight, we believe we're on track to win this election. We knew because of the unprecedented early vote and the mail-in vote that it's going to take a while. We're going to have to be patient until we, uh, the hard work of tallying the votes is finished. And it ain't over until every vote is counted, every ballot is counted. All right. There's your first indicator. The crooked smile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, remember watching the debates? Yeah. He would laugh at things and shit like that. Mm-hmm. He never did that crooked smile that I can remember. No. All right. He, what did he just say there when he did the crooked smile? Every vote was going to be counted. We have to. Uh, we'll just go back and make Every sure. Every vote is counted. Every ballot is counted. Crooked smile. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every vote is counted. Every ballot is counted. Indicator one. Watch every time he does the crooked smile. Knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. that's very key. Every time he does this, he's he he when he does basically it's this when he does a crooked smile, he knows he's cheating. He knows in those specific things that he just said is bullshit, and there's there's a cheat in place there. Mm-hmm. You watch. Feeling good. We're feeling good about where we are. Because he doesn't do it during the whole speech. We he does it on certain things. Suggests that we've already won Arizona, but we're confident about Arizona. We also just called it for Minnesota, and we're still in the game in Georgia. Although, that's not one we expected. Right there. Okay, Georgia. Not one we expected. Mm -hmm. With a lie. Scams going on in Georgia. Right? Mm -hmm. Crazy. Crooked smile. Now, he didn't do crooked smile for Minnesota or Arizona. But he did for Georgia because he knew what was going to happen in Georgia. Right. He knew. And I said this before when we first listened to it, that he knew those states were going to be fucking getting well, That's why he's naming them. But mm-hmm. what he here's the thing with Joe is, you know how you can read people's mm-hmm. body language and all that? His crooked smile gives it that's away. Tell. When you go back, that's his tell. Now you can go back and watch and see. He knows exactly, you know... We're feeling real good about Wisconsin and Michigan. And by the way, it's going to take time to count the votes. We're going to win Pennsylvania. There it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and we don't need to watch anymore. No. But he hits Pennsylvania with a crooked smile. He hits Georgia with a crooked smile. I mean, mm-hmm. crooked. So when you watch Joe Biden give a fucking speech and he does this crooked smile, he's just lied to you. Yeah. And he knows there's something hokey. He knows. And he hits the thing. He can't. He would be a terrible fucking uh, poker player. Yeah. Because every time you play poker with him, he'd say, uh, call or whatever. Call in. Uh, mm-hmm. n- not all in, but um, raise or check is what I was trying to think. I haven't played poker in a while. Check. And then he'd do the crooked smile. And you'd, you'd know at that point you played enough with him, well, he ain't got shit. Or if he was, like, going all in and he did the crooked smile, you'd know he's full of shit. Mm. And then so you go one in and call him and he'd be out of the fucking game. Yep. Point is, he's a pedophile. Anyways, <laughs> um, let's see here. I saw that one, the John Smirwick. I saw that Smirak? one. Yeah. Yeah, this was interesting. I worked with, this is what he says. I worked with Sidney Powell for almost a year. I know her. Her voice quavering a little at the press conference is indicative that she's absolutely convinced of her charges and outraged at the threat to our country. God bless her and keep her strong. I found that interesting. I didn't look into this guy to make sure he actually worked with her, but I found it interesting nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So then that leads me to maybe we should watch. At Aspen Dental. Ooh, Aspen Dental snuck in on that one. Mm-hmm. Can't uh, can't defeat that one. Uh, by the way, fuck Aspen Dental. <laughs> I went there once and they tried to fuck me over, so fuck really? that place. Yeah. So I'm gonna go to this. No, I don't want to go. That's not the one I wanted. Where is the fucking? Was in this right? I want to play the little. That's what we just clicked on. Did I send you the, uh, where was the thing? I think it was, yeah, it was to you, wasn't it? Yeah. Artmatic technology software. So this is Sidney Powell, and this is her releasing the Kraken, as they say, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. We have one very strong witness who has explained how it all works. His affidavit is attached to the pleadings of Lynn Wood, in the lawsuit he filed in Georgia. It is a stunning, detailed affidavit because he was with Hugo Chavez while he was being briefed on how it worked. He was with Hugo Chavez when he saw it operate to make sure the election came out his way. That was the express purpose for creating this software. He has seen it operate, and as soon as he saw the multiple states shut down the voting at the on the night of the election. He knew the same thing was happening here, that that was what had gone on. Now, the software itself was created with so many variables and so many back doors that can be hooked up to the Internet or a thumb drive stuck in it or whatever, but one of its most characteristic features is its ability to flip votes. 
It can set and run an algorithm that probably ran all over the country to take a certain percentage of votes from President Trump and flip them to President Biden, which we might never have uncovered had the votes for President Trump not been so overwhelming in so Who? She called him President Biden. Yeah. I caught that the first time I Mm -hmm. watched this. Many of these states that it broke the algorithm that had been plugged into the system, and that's what caused them. To be fair, not to like sit and dwell on that, he was the vice president at one point in time. True. And the mainstream media is calling him president. Yeah. So, um, I mean, whatever. Could be one of those, uh, it, it could be something more to that, or it could just be, you know, I mean, when you watch this. She does look like nervous, but let's yeah, just her say her face is red too, man. Let's She's... just say though, if you're in her position, you have all of this shit. You have, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think of a good like analogy, but I guess put yourself in her shoes and and think the country's riding on this election it being. Uh, fair and going a certain way. And you have this huge criminal organization that has been using this bullshit system for years to control an entire country. And now you've been put in charge of basically gathering evidence to shut this shit down, this criminal organization that Mm -hmm. basically kills people. If you get in their way. Right. And now here you're trying to pitch your case. You've seen all the evidence. It is 100% clear. I mean, you have them on everything. Right. And now you're trying to uh, explain this complicated thing to dumb people. Right. I, I mean, I think you probably wouldn't be able to even get it out you know what i mean like mm-hmm. this has got to be difficult it's hard for me to even try and explain right this stuff i couldn't imagine somebody in her position to have to shut down in the states they shut down in that's when they came in the back door with all the mail-in mail-in ballots many of which they had actually fabricated some were on pristine paper with identically matching uh, perfect circle dots for Mr. Biden. Others were shoved in in batches. They're always put in in a certain number of batches and people would rerun the same batch. This corresponds to our statistical evidence that shows incredible spikes in the vote counts at particular times. And that corresponds to eyewitness testimony of numerous people who have come forward and said they saw the ballots come in the back door at that time. Notably, the Dominion executives are nowhere to be found now. They are moving their offices overnight to different places. Their office in Toronto was shared with one of the Soros entities, one of the uh, leaders of the Dominion project in overall is Lord Malik Brown, Mr. Soros' number two person in the UK and part of his organization. There are ties of the Dominion leadership to the Clinton Foundation and to other known politicians in this country. Just to give you a brief description of how this worked, 
I'm going to quote from a, a, a letter that was written, and I will uh, read that to make sure I get the quotes right. This person was objecting to the United States acquisition of Sequoia voting systems by Smartmatic, a foreign-owned company. I believe this transaction raises exactly the sort of foreign ownership issues that CFIUS is best positioned to examine for national security purposes. It's undisputed that Smartmatic is foreign-owned and it has acquired Sequoia. They keep changing the names as they go along. Different times when a problem comes up, they just create another corporation and call it a different name. But it was a voting machine company doing business in the United States. Sequoia voting machines were used to record over 125 million votes during the 2004 presidential election in the United States. Smartmatic now acknowledges that Antonio Mujica, a Venezuelan businessman, has controlling interest in Smartmatic, but the company has not revealed who all the Smartmatic owners are. According to the press, Smartmatic's owners are hidden through a web of offshore private entities, and that is, in fact, true. Smartmatic has been associated with the Venezuelan government led by Hugo Chavez, which is openly hostile to the United States and, of course, as we all know, communistic and really uh, brutalizing its own people. The system has been continued there by Mr. Maduro and ensured his election. Smartmatic's possible connection to the Venezuelan government poses a potential national security concern in the context of its acquisition of Sequoia because electronic voting machines are susceptible to tampering and insiders are in the best position to engage in such tampering. This letter expresses concern of the Chicago 2006 primary election. And it ends by saying the, the products and services that are of Venezuelan origin and evaluate Smartmatic's ownership to determine who could have influence and control over these and other Sequoia products and services are important to the national security of the United States. This letter was written to Hank Paulson on October 6, 2006, by Congresswoman Carolyn B. Maloney. Cong uh, Senators uh, Klobuchar and Warren have raised these concerns as recently as December 2019. Why our government has not taken them seriously is beyond my comprehension, unless they have some of the three-letter agencies have used them themselves in other parts of the world. We know that the technology was exported to affect an election in Argentina. That's admitted by our friend who wrote the affidavit about Hugo Chavez and his interest in Smartmatic. Those three-letter agencies, specifically the CIA. Yep. This is going to be an issue because this is where you have to basically splinter the CIA into a million pieces. Mm -hmm. That's where Trump's going to have his biggest troubles, I think. So, I don't know. Again, in uh, 2006, uh, Carolyn Maloney wrote the Honorable John Snow, the Secretary of the Treasury, about the issues... Speaking of Smartmatic's leadership, one of the Smartmatic patent holders, Eric Coomer, I believe his name is, is on the web as being recorded in a conversation with Antifa members saying that he had the election rigged for Mr. Biden, nothing to worry about here, and he was going to, they were going to F Trump. His social media is filled with hatred for the president and for the United States of America as a whole. 
as are the social media accounts of many other Smartmatic people. There has been widespread use of this. Uh, Dominion itself is utilized in 2,000 jurisdictions in 30 states. It has been uncertifiable in multiple states who realized all the problems that it had, including Texas. Experts have described it across the board from a Princeton group of three professors to uh, experts that we have talked to about its end user vulnerabilities. People can admittedly go in and change whatever they want. They can set the ratio of votes from one thing to another. They can say that uh, a Biden vote counts as 1.25 and a Trump vote counts as 0.75. And those may be the numbers that were actually used here. It's not just the swing states that were affected. The algorithm was likely run across the country to affect the entire election. Like I said, we only discovered it this year because of the overwhelming number of votes for President Trump in the swing states that caused the machines to have to shut down for them to backfill uh, for adding votes. We have evidence of different numbers of votes being injected into the system, the same identical unique six-digit number multiple times in at least two states that we've analyzed so far, and I'm talking about like 341,542 votes for Biden and 100,012 for Trump. Um, there's no explanation, no logical explanation for the same numbers being injected 20 minutes apart into the machine. The software manual itself, you can download it from the Internet, and I would encourage you all to read it because it specifically advertises some of these things as features of the system. Mm -hmm. Why it was ever allowed into this country is beyond my comprehension, and why nobody has dealt with it is absolutely appalling. The machines were easily accessible to hackers. There's a video on the net that it will explain to you how a kid with a cell phone can hack one of these voting machines. That's crazy. There's been no oversight of Dominion or its software. Workers in each county were trained by Dominion, but there's no evidence of any monitoring otherwise. We have testimony of different workers admitting that they were trained how to uh, dispose of Trump votes and uh, add to Biden votes. The software has a feature pursuant to which you can drag and drop any number of batches of votes to the candidate of your choice or simply throw them away. So we have mathematical evidence in a number of states of massive quantities of Trump votes being trashed, just simply put in the trash like you would on your computer with any file, and uh, Biden votes being injected. So that's just a clip. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, do you understand why all this is happening in terms of the bigger picture of things, not just so that Trump can win this election. I mean, so going to like all the Q stuff and all this, not mm -hmm. whether Q's real or not, it's beside the point. Donald Trump has said, "I'm draining the swamp." Mm -hmm. In part of for a long time. In part of draining the swamp, if you have an election system. It, not not Dominion specifically, but our election system in this country is rigged and run by these fucking corrupt pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. If you drain the swamp, 
but you leave the election system untouched and completely fucked, eventually the swamp comes back in, right? In order to prevent the pieces of shit and the swamp to come back in, you have to fix the fucking election. Mm -hmm. So, four years was spent slowly draining the swamp, getting rid of certain people, letting certain people basically uh, have their kind of like, I'm going to give you a last chance, do the right thing. Oh, you didn't want to do the right thing? Okay. Now we're going to fuck you. Now you're fucked. So, four years of Trump saying, all right, yeah, I'll I'll bring in your deep state guy for this role. Or, oh, you're suggesting this guy? Okay, let's bring him in. And I mean, how many people has he fired? And mm-hmm. uh, okay, well, he's brought them in, give them a chance. They fucked up, and now they're gone, right? Right. So this process is going on. In order to fix this entire system, you have to fix the election because without fixing that, as part of the swamp, basically, right? How are you ever going to prevent this nonsense from happening ever again? You have to. You have to expose this extreme level of fraud so that you can justify the fixing of the system. Because if you just came in and said, oh, we're just going to fix this fucking election, you'd think, oh, you're just trying to rig it for your... No. We're going to show you how they're fucking not just you, not just your party, but this party. and All these people. Bernie Sanders. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that probably didn't vote for Trump that are Bernie supporters. Right. That probably voted for Joe Jorgensen or just said, fuck it, I'm not voting. Or maybe they voted for Biden. Maybe they voted for Trump. Who gives a shit? Point is, this Dominion nonsense fucked their guy out of this. Out of it, yeah. This shit's been used to fuck up other countries' elections. This is what the CIA uses to go in and do regime changes. Right. I mean, we're talking not just us. The swamp is worldwide, and he's draining this shit worldwide by exposing this. You have to fix this before you can... Ultimately, well, I mean, yeah, you can slowly fix other things, but in order to keep those idiots from getting back in there, mm-hmm. now you got to fix this. So if people are wondering why, why does all this matter? And, you know, we just want, no, this has to be the way it is in this slow process and presented in a way. It's all a process. Right. What people don't have is they have, or they have instant gratification. Yes. And that's the biggest issue we're having is, I want it now! And even I have those moments. Oh, I fucking sure do, too. But it's like, we just have to fucking watch this play out. It's all being done for a reason. Um, trying to see if there's anything else that I really want to hit. Oh, here's the uh, here's the actual uh, clip from uh, Representative Louis Gomer about the... Uh, Oh, the 410? Seidel and the mm. 410 and all that. Um, based on the confiscated German server, Trump 410, Biden 128. This result is logical considering enthusiasm for POTUS before the election, at his rallies, and after the election. Uh, it's a really short clip, a minute 39. I think we watch it real quick. We probably should have watched it earlier, but, you know, we weren't doing the whole right. Twitter thing at that point. So, uh, U.S. Army forces went into Seidel and grabbed their server. There are some that believe this is the U.S. intelligence that manipulated all this. New reports claim the real results of the 2020 U.S. election were found on a computer server that was seized by the U.S. military in Frankfurt, Germany. 
In a recent tweet, a Virginia congressional candidate shared an electoral map that's allegedly based off of this data from that survey. It shows a landslide victory for President Trump with a 410 electoral college vote, uh, including liberal strongholds California and Minnesota. Congressman Louis Gohmert, you just heard from him there. He says the real election results were stolen through vulnerabilities in the Dominion voting system. Extremely compelling evidence that could be gleaned from CYTL, that's S-C-Y-T-L. That's a company headquartered in Barcelona, Spain, that was responsible for aggregating all of our, all the information from all the machines and whatnot. Uh, but now the main headquarters have moved to Frankfurt. They, that information as to how many votes were switched from Republican for Democrat would have been easily established from the information that Seidel gathered. Reports say the data gathered by the U.S. military in Frankfurt provides enough evidence to overturn the election and expose the voter fraud committed by the Democrat Party. So there Wow. Um, and once again, he's a representative, he's an elected official. You're not going to come out with some shit like that if you didn't know it to already be factual. Right, right. You, you wouldn't do that. It, 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 you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you'd have no, it would damage your reputation and the role, in the role that you are to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. Um, This is interesting, but I don't think we need to play. I think that's pretty much it. This takes us back to. Uh, let's see. And th- that's basically. I think that's a an okay spot to just fucking call it. Call. Oh, here's the. Uh, Here's that shit I was telling you, Dominion oh, yeah. people deleting their profiles on LinkedIn. That's a lot of profiles, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> each one of those is a person. Wow. <laughs> what would you guess just at a glance? I mean, that one, two, three, four, five, seven, six, seven, eight. Eight per little ditty, and there's one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six across, plus those two. I mean, we're talking so about 26 times 8? Yeah. So well, let's just do 30 times 8 is 320. Or 30 well, times that's a lot eight of fucking employees people. that went and deleted their accounts because they yeah. and they all work for Dominion. Weird, right? I mean, that to me doesn't say guilty at all. No, that just it's a glitch. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's another glitch. <laughs> it's uh, That was a good one, Dave. Um, I mean, it is. It's fucking hysterical. Uh, anyways... I think that pretty much uh, does what we can do at this point. We'll CNN's keep, for sale, by we'll the way. We'll just keep waiting to see what happens. I hope you noticed that. Yeah, I did see that. I hope. I hope. I hope. It would be so funny to me if Trump bought it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say they let Biden get in. Trump goes and buys CNN, but doesn't fire any of those idiots and says, but now you're going to report my news <laughs> and makes these idiots have to fucking report his shit, watch their right. heads explode. And <laughs> then when they don't want to do it or don't do it, then he fires them on live fucking TV. He could call it TNN, Trump News Network. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'd rather have him for four years. And uh, and then, you know, either way, when it's all said and done, he's going to start his own media company. Yeah. And we will have an actual 
legit, probably unbiased, I would say, news source that's, you know, at the same level as the rest of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, we don't need to do that. I don't, the whoa, Dominion. Calm down, Sydney. <laughs> um, I don't think there was anything else. Oops. I had sent you, what else? That. We don't need to cover that. That was that. We've already covered. Okay. So, yeah, I think we're pretty much, uh, we're, we're, I mean, we hit some of the high spots and oh, yeah, shit like that. Sure. There's, there's tons of shit. It's not like we can hit everything, but, uh, that'll do it for this episode, I'd say. Unless there's anything you want to discuss. But I think, no, I think we got people kind of, um, obviously anything can happen between the time we record and when it comes out. Plus, all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you if you just you got to go to Twitter and follow Sydney Powell is probably your best bet. Follow yeah. Rudy Giuliani and follow Lynn Wood. Those are the main three attorneys for Trump and handling the fraud. So you keep watching the news. Oh, there's no fraud. And we'll go follow them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Create yourself a Twitter if you don't have one, and and just follow them, and you'll see there's fraud. Oh yeah. I mean, and then from them you can you'll discover a whole new world of. Uh, I almost feel like I'm about to transition into the Aladdin song there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you'll discover a whole new world of fucking reality out there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that'll do it, buddy. All right, man. So, till next week. See ya.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Hey, it's Ryan. And it's Dave. If you guys like the skits on the Rock Vegas podcast, check out the Rock Vegas puppet show on YouTube. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Rock Vegas Puppet Show. And also on Twitter at Rock Vegas Puppet. Yeah, new episodes come every Sunday. Make sure you subscribe. So there I am in my car, listening to shitty music. And I ask myself the tough questions. Why am I listening to the same song over and over again when I could be listening to the D2R Podcast Network? And is it true that he who smelt it dealt? And why the fuck did the chicken cross the road? And what the hell is on Joey's head? Hey, I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today or yesterday.